A book? That's right. When I was your age, television was called books. Hey everyone, it's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you're at work, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope you enjoy the show. Please give it a like and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play so that you can get all the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Big thanks to the Travel Bugs for the music and my patrons, Doug Jones, Joshua and Caleb Slinkard, Tom Brotherman, and Jeff Arbaugh. If you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash geocachetalk for more details. Patrons get path tags, and um, path tags are in. I will show the path tag real quick. Get it to, to go. So there's the, whoop, there we go. Whoop, there we go. There it is. Yay, path tags. That was for the show. Um, coins, eventually. Um, and other geocaching swag during the year as well as invites to special events only for patrons. Special, uh, support levels start at as little as $3 a month. Tonight we have um, a blog entry and our weekly product tip. So let's jump right into show number 16 for Sunday, September 25th, as I welcome my friend, Michelle. Help me out here, Michelle. Wide manner, wide, things really wide. I was going to guess that because I knew that was right, and I just confused myself, so I want to make sure. Wide and Benner, welcome to Geocache Talk. Thank you. My pleasure. Great to be here. I appreciate it. Um, Michelle and I uh, were on an episode of Cash and Release, but um, that was a while back, and um, now that I have this new show, I wanted to have her on again. Oh, and this time for the first time <laughs> on this show and um, talk a little bit about um, her books and about how you two can either write a book or journal. And Michelle's going to help us later on talk a little bit about how you can do that. But first I'm going to brag on Michelle. <laughs> She's like, please don't. No. Um, but I, but I, but I really need to, um, Michelle's written several books. She is a award-winning, best-selling author. You won a gold medal, and that was for uh, Shattered, I think. Shattered Dreams? Scat scattered Links, and actually scattered Cash, links, a okay. Cash a Predator, too. Yes. Did it really? Okay, great. Um, uh, yeah, gold medal winner in 2014 Reader's Favorite International Awards. You're a bronze medal winner. Uh, in the Dan Poitner's Global Ebook Awards, winner of the Kindle Book Promotion Awards, Spirit and Inspiration Medals in the New Apple Literary Awards, and you're an award-winning speaker. Uh, so you're an author, speaker, trainer, and coach. And you uh, mentioned when we were talking about before the show started um, that you are involved in something called you're a you're now an uncover agent. Yes, and it doesn't involve any clothes. No, <laughs> <laughs> not that kind of uncover. No, uncover agent. I help people uncover their passions 
and their gifts and talents so that they can unleash their potential. Oh, that is awesome. Now, yeah. is that part of the, that's part of a, um, talk well, I'm a, periodically or okay. Well, I'm a certified John Maxwell, um, team member. And as a part of that, we learn how to coach other people. And for me, I just find that I'm just an, I love to naturally cheer and lead people into what they're good at. And it's amazing how many people don't really know what they're good at or what their passions are. And um, so oftentimes I show people how to write in what they um, maybe want to write a book in so that they become an authority in their field in what they are you know, okay. really excited about. Well, so that is really good. You know, um, that's, Probably, I mean, just thinking out loud and correct me if I'm completely wrong here, but you, you really want, it seems to me the books that I enjoy or the books that I get the most out of are the people who are really passionate about the subject. And you can usually yes. tell if they're just, right. I got to crank out another book with this person right. because I've got a contract and I'm to, I was told yes. I was supposed to do three books, that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Right. And I think I think once people find their sweet spot or find their talent zone, it we have unlimited potential in those areas. That's biblical. Right. But for some people, it's just really hard to find what what that is when at different times in their life. Some people get it right away, but not everybody. So, mm -hmm. well, like you said, different maybe different times in our life. Right. We really are better probably suited to write a certain book, whereas before they may not have been suited to do that at all. Right. They may not have had the knowledge that they needed or the willingness or just the ability. Um, when I first pitched one of my books to a, an agent, he said, don't waste your time. Mm -hmm. It's never going to sell. And at that point I couldn't, I couldn't write it and publish it without any help. It wasn't until 10 years later that I had learned how to do that. And that's, that's the book that sold the most. So that agent really didn't know anything, but at the time I couldn't do anything about it because I didn't, I didn't know how. Right. Right. Now was that, which book was that? That was fractured, not broken. Fractured, not broken. Okay, good. And um, we're just going to briefly talk about that. Um, we're going to talk about your caching geocaching books <laughs> in a minute. Of but, course. <laughs> um, now it's about that is you've been approached or, You've been, you're in discussion with it possibly becoming a movie? Well, first, or some, some type yeah, of, they, okay. They option, you know, it, it, we have a contract and I'm not sure that we're going to agree on terms. It's just a negotiations right okay. now about a movie option. So what happens is they buy and they pay us for an option for the chance to make it a movie. Okay. Okay. But just in general, do you feel like, regardless of whether this, do you feel like that book? You know, I, I the book fascinates me. I do want, I do want to get that and read it. But do you think the book um, would lend itself to a movie? Not necessarily this time, but in general, um, I think so. Because, but it's probably more faith based, and it seems like there's a lot more faith based types of movies, whereas mm -hmm. before there didn't used to be. Yes. Um, and I think a lot of people need to feel hope. And so I definitely see it as a movie. 
Of course, they'll take the way I wrote it and the screenplay writer will write it differently, but it's a love story too, mm -hmm. um, but it's changing lives. So I definitely think, of course I can say that, but, but I, when I write, I try to write so that there is a character arc and that it, I almost fictionalize it, even though it was a true story. And there, sure. I didn't, I didn't change the facts. I just left out some names and, and made the description something that I saw in my mind, even though right. it might not. Yeah. Kind of focused it. Yeah. And, um, you know, like you're saying, there's, you know, uh, God's not dead came out. God's not dead too. Right. I mean, yeah. so there, I think that there's, there's a time for it. It seems like right now is not a bad time for a movie like that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. People need hope. Oh, absolutely. We we get reviews all the time saying that the book changed their life and it, how much hope it brought them. I, I never, it's so humbling. It's just heart wrenching sometimes. So yeah. Wonderful. But good, good. Well, um, a couple other, um, we're going to talk about now about a couple of geocaching books you've written. And one of them is interesting um, for a couple of different reasons. You wrote a book called cash a predator now, and that was your first, uh, we've talked about this before. It's not your first book you wrote, but it's the first one right. that you had published. Good memory. Yes. 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 True. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while, but I, I do remember that was what good. It, what it was. But anyway, um, now the the book uh, really is has um, been has been mentioned that it really has raised uh, awareness about child abuse. Okay. Right? And yeah. also um, about being safe. Now, what um, and we something we talked about prior to the show was, um, and I think you've actually kind of mentioned this before. Mentioned it in the in, or somebody's mentioned the fact that, you know, something we need to always be aware of, not necessarily just out, but in or when we're geocaching is what we're usually talking about right now. But when you're out with your with a granddaughter or daughter or whoever, and you're geocaching it's always good to be aware of your surroundings and where you are and not to lose track of the little ones, you know? Yeah. Well, I think Eclair, Eclair goes geocaching um, was really geared for kids so that they could see nature and see the things mm -hmm. to be more aware of. Whereas when I wrote cache a predator, I had no idea what geocaching was. Right. And, for me, it was a hook, and a hook is just something that is different, and it makes your book stand out. And I thought, how could I use that mm -hmm. um, to make people, adults, learn about what geocaching is, but entwine it in the story? So it's really not the main plot, but it's a plot of. And what I've had people come up to me and think that I made the game up, that it wasn't even. <laughs> Awesome. Like, Way to go, Michelle. I know. I'm like, no, no, no. This really exists. They're like, what? Yeah. So I, I'm always amazed. And um, so it is bringing people an awareness. I've had people tell me that they're geocaching now when they didn't even know anything about it before they read the book. So I wow. love that. That um, is good. And yeah. something we should mention for those that, that do get the book is that Michelle knows you don't need to email her or write her. Oh. She knows about... The proper way to handle a geocache at the time you had just learned about it. So yes. it's okay. It, 
Yeah. And well, there's one part in the book where I guess, I don't even remember where, but I must bury, I must have a character bury a cash and that is illegal. Yeah. And um, I have had several people write to me about that. And, um, but I did, I, I took this to like a librarian who had thousands of fines and I asked her a lot of questions. So I did do research, but I guess there was one part. Yeah. Slid through. That's okay. Well, um, I want to show real quick um, and keep track of time too for everybody okay. here. But we keep a keep a keep our show moving along. But I do want to show real quick um, something of interest for those that are um, watching. And I'm gonna I'll keep it interesting for those that are just listening. I got I get viewers who are YouTube and iTunes and Stitcher, so I've got I keep track of everybody. <laughs> But I'm going to show on the screen, um, I think, something that's interesting and we'll kind of comment on. Um, so let me uh, go over to the screen. Okay. Close, but slow that down. All right. So here's the map. Um, and tell me, uh, Michelle, can you see this okay? Oh, yeah, I can. Thanks. Okay, great. So... This is a this is one of your your ca uh, cash predator books, um, and I grabbed it and, and just pulled it up to show um, where it's been. <laughs> this thing's wow. been all, all over the place. Now, um, talk a little bit about what you ended up doing. You did it with Cash Predator, and of course, you did it with Eclair Goes Geocaching. We haven't really talked about the Eclair series quite yet, but we'll get to that in a second. But um, you made some of the books trackable, or you had somebody yeah. helped you get them trackable actually yes i i just went to you know you're a geocacher if it's a facebook page and i said if you have a geocaching book that you want to plant in 50 states in every state i'm looking for people who will you know put them in a cache site in their state with the goal to go to all to travel to all 50 states and in a few hours i had 650 people write to me That's and incredible I, I know it was on my birthday. I'll never forget that. It was July 1st. And I was, I was, I had never typed more in one day in my life because I was private messaging people and getting their addresses so that I could send them. So yes, it, it was really fun. I, I never expected that. And, um, so neat. yeah, so well, this I'm, one's, this one's been to this, this book, cause it's, um, and you kind of write where, when you're done with the book and you want to kind of Put it back into the you know put it out in the world again to place it in another geocache and let it somebody else find it and move it along yeah. yeah this particular of the books um has been to the british virgin islands the bahamas um, back to mexico honduras belize mexico then over to hawaii <laughs> oh and then i had to, no idea and then to alaska so this 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 book currently is way up in alaska and how did so you find this one <laughs> it's just wow. one it was one of the ones on the list, and uh, this person has it right now, Snap RN, and uh, I'm sure they'll move it Must along. be a nurse. Yes. <laughs> Quick so nurse. <laughs> they'll move that one along. So, um, And so then let me show um, – uh, okay. Thank okay. you. If you're one of those who have passed it along, thank you. <laughs> but, all right. So I'm going to show this video. It's short, but – uh, it was a book trailer you did for Cash a Predator. And um, so let me play this 
uh, for everyone. And then when it's done, we'll we'll kind of talk about it a little bit. So let me play this. And, um, here we go. Make it full screen. Is it? You, you see it? Okay. I do. Okay. Good. And here is my granddaughter's. Yeah. She com- comes right at the end, too. Yeah. So, the, the, for those that are listening, it's, uh, I'll have the show notes, too, about Quinn. Uh, is the, the little... And there's the end, the cash predator. Well, you'll hear my granddaughter one last time here, I think. Okay, cool. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. That was actually my granddaughter's little little um, lamb in that picture. Come and find me. Yeah, there's yeah. at the end. Oh wow. Yeah, that is that is chilling. <laughs> <laughs> but cool. Um, so um, you had um, some people do that obviously for for, for the book and um, amazing. So, you know, uh, everybody check out the check out that book. Um, then later on you did you've done some other books but then i guess fairly recently you started to do the uh, eclair series yeah um, and mm-hmm. i i tend to always write about social issues that i'm feel passionate about yeah and and just as a side note on cash a predator oh sure the, go ahead the main plot was not geocaching it right. was it was because of a father, it was a father's quest to get custody of his daughter because so many times I feel, I feel like men get the short end of the stick when it comes to divorce and custody of, mm-hmm. of their children. Not so much anymore as it was, but in some places it's, it's still pretty. So anyway, so Eclair though, um, the Eclair series was built around, um, so many children are being raised by their grandparents or grand families as they yes. call them. Mm-hmm. And so Claire is a seven year old girl who has to go live with her grandmother and her grandmother is pretty eccentric. She's pretty funny. She is. She <laughs> is hysterical. Now I've read one of them. I've read the Claire goes geocaching <laughs> and um, just to, uh, we'll talk about the book here in a moment, but what's funny about this, Michelle, you'll love this. I read the read the book, and I was talking with um, some f- fellow geocacher vlogger, um, GC Doc. Um, check his out sometime. Uh, but he has he has um, two little boys and a little girl. And I was talking to him because we were making some plans. We were going to be in Denver for Geo Woodstock, which I I know we talked about. Yes. Uh, you getting to go? It's going to be in North Carolina next year, so maybe. Oh. Yeah, it's a little closer. It's a little closer for you. Yeah. So um, uh, what was funny about it was that um, um, I said, I bet, does your daughter read much right now? And and she was like, he was like, yes, she's, she's a real, been a real 
bookworm lately. And I said, well, I have a book I'm going to give you. And oh. so when we were out at um, Geo Woodstock, I gave her Eclair Goes Geocaching. And she was thrilled. Uh, but what was what was interesting about that was that she said, this is book number three. And I go, yeah. And she, she's like, okay. And, I, and she didn't ask me for book number one and two, but she's like, so I talked to her mom later and she's like, well, she probably wants to read the other two. And I said, well, I'll work something out. So <laughs> um, I think we're trying to send her, uh, I think you're going to send her books one and two. I hope I'm not spoiling it for her, but. Yeah, I did. I think I did last week or the week before. Oh, so okay, great. Hopefully she's gotten them by now, but oh, I neat. did. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll check with them, but she was okay. just. She was thrilled. So, so she liked the story. Oh yes, she she um, she went ahead and read it because I gave it to I mean I gave it to her and she was ready to read it. So, but yes, um, she loved it's a, it. It's an easy reader. It's it's for kids it's who are even just learning how to read. Um, some kindergartners and first graders can read it. Not all of them. Well, just depends it, on reading level. Yeah. Well, here's uh, here's a couple of pictures people put on. Uh, this one's a. Somebody, uh, Claire visits a Denver Public Library. Somebody took a picture of your book with, and they took it to a Denver Public Library, and then where did you, somebody where else did you did. find that? Where did you find are, that? Oh, those are on one of your because you made some of these books trackable as well, right? And so people are taking them. I'll show you later, but okay. they're taking them to different libraries um, and taking pictures of them of the book <laughs> at the library. So uh, anyway, so that's. That, that's that's really neat. That, uh, oh, I love it. I, I had somebody write me and tell me that, and I thank them. So, But I never saw the pictures, so thank you. Oh, okay. You. you bet. Oh, you bet. So uh, anyway, so uh, that was fun um, to show you those. Um, the, but you know what? I liked – maybe I'm just a child or a child at heart or whatever they say, but I liked Eclair Goes Geocaching. Uh, I actually read it out loud to Slinky Mama. Uh, my wife and we so we read it sort of together as I read it to her but it's neat I like the way that you kind of incorporated in uh, and you did a really good job too by the way on your geocaching (laughs) but right this time (laughs) yes but I liked how um, and I I I think the other stories would be great too where she she does go on these little adventures um, uh, with her grandmother uh, who's Who's a trip? I love, I love the grandmother. She, uh, she is a, she seems like she'd be a fun grandmother to hang out with. So, well, very good. Well, I'm glad that, um, that those, uh, those books have have currently worked out the way they have. So tell I'm going to give a, give away a couple of those books. So tell your listeners where, how that. Yes. We're going to, right at the end of the show, I'm going to mention how we're going to do it. We're going to give away two of the Eclair Goes Geocaching books. So definitely stay tuned to the end and I'll explain how to get get those books and uh, you get a copy of it. So um, yeah, Michelle's gonna give away two of them. So I really thank you for doing that. Oh, my uh, pleasure. You bet. Well, we're gonna talk a little bit about <clears throat> geocaching in the media and then we're gonna jump into uh, talking about um, how you can kind of uh, be a part of being in the in, in um, books and in journals and so forth, and uh, Michelle and I are going to talk a little bit about that in a minute. But what's interesting, doing a little research on 
because you'd mentioned you've, we've talked a little bit about movies before uh, in geocaching, but um, I've got a list I've got in the show notes, and we're not going to spend a lot of time on this, but I do want to talk briefly about geocaching in movies. And what's interesting is it really hasn't made it very well into uh, movies. Um, a lot of people mentioned Goonies, which was 1985. Um, it's not a geocaching movie, but the kids go on a treasure hunt. So it definitely relates to, to geocaching. And so a lot of people will talk about Goonies or other kinds of treasure hunting type movies. So, um, but other, other, other movies that have, that have come out um, that have geocaching in them. And this is not an exhaustive list. So, Everybody don't, you don't have to, uh, I mean, if you want to send me an uh, email about them, you can, but I, I grabbed a few. One of them is a movie called Splinterheads. Um, had a, a huge cast uh, of very famous people, but when you read about this movie, it never got a distribution. <laughs> so it made like $16,000, uh, which is disappointing a little bit, I guess, but um, I've read reviews. I haven't seen the movie. I've seen the trailer and I've got the trailer uh, in the show notes in case anybody wants to see the trailer. They do, from what I understand, a excellent job of explaining and showing uh, geocaching in the movie. But apparently the movie is not very good. <laughs> mm. So anyway, and as you know, we talked about before, if you don't get distribution on your movie, it's not going to go anywhere. Um, there was a movie called GPS the Movie. <clears throat> I'm not real familiar with that one. Um, I did find it. I don't have a lot of information on that one. <clears throat> Pardon me. There's a movie called Are You Scared Too? It got terrible reviews. <laughs> um, I watched some trailers for it. And I, I mean, it looked like it was an okay movie, I guess, but... Uh, and it looked like they were they they'd handled geocaching pretty well, but mm, and then there was a movie called Find Me, and then there's a movie that looks actually promising, or two promising movies I want to I want to mention real quick. One is called Buried Treasure. It's a short. Um, it, it's a movie, but it's a short film, uh, and you can actually buy it for I think it's three bucks, and you can get it on. Uh, and I'll I put a link in the show notes, but that one actually looked like it did a good good job as well on um, geocaching. It has geocaching specifically in it. And there's a new movie coming out. I'm tr I'm working on seeing if I can get the producer. Obviously, very busy. Uh, he's producing and directing uh, this movie. It's called Treasure the Movie. Uh, TreasureTheMovie.com. If you in case you're interested, maybe want to check that out. But I've gotten in touch with him. They're in the middle of production, so it's a little tough to try to get any attention. Obviously, they've um, they've moved their they moved the uh, principal photography back a couple times, and so uh, he's smack in the middle of it. So I'm gonna have to catch him in post uh, production. But fascinating. I want to have him on the show some someday and talk about the movie side of it, but they're very, uh, very much into geocaching. And so that's going to be fun and, um, to talk with them about. So, um, then there was, uh, some geocaching in TV, uh, episodes of law and order, a couple of those and, uh, episodes of CSI. There was one of those, I think. Um, but really today in 
today's world of media, um, you're really looking at either YouTube or Twitter, Facebook Live. Some people do that. Periscope is, of course, still big uh, with geocachers. Um, mm. Of course, podcasts. There's only a handful of us out there doing podcasts, but we're out there and uh, all good shows. Check them out. Um, <clears throat> and then, of course, um, you know, the um, the YouTube, you know, mostly a lot of people doing vlogs lately, uh, you know, video blogs uh, on, on YouTube. There's quite a few of those. They're really good. Um, but uh, anyway, so um, we're going to talk then, uh, Michelle and I are going to talk a bit about um, writing a book or a journal. But first, I do want to mention uh, my mega event news which is sponsored by IB Geocaching Supplies, the best site for geocoins, cache containers, and much more can be found at ibgeocaching.com. And uh, Mega, by the way, Michelle, is it's an event that has um, 500 or more people. Wow. So those are Megas. That's um, big, yeah. Yeah. Um, someday we're hoping to have uh, an event in the U.S. It's a 5,000-person pe- event. That would be a giga, but so far the only ones that have those tend to be in Europe, Germany, and different places. So maybe next year, geocaching yeah. f- fifteen in Waynesville, North Carolina, which you're going to go to, right? Uh, you know what? I was just thinking I need to go there and um, like hold some kind of a course where I can teach the kids how to journal or make stories out of their finds. I yeah, that'd be awesome. I think that'd be fun. Yes. Well, they have, um, they have little, um, workshops and that would Do be an we? awesome, yeah, that'd be an awesome workshop. And, yeah. um, you could get a little table and I, we could sell some of your books too. I can oh. help you man that table a bit. So anyway. Yeah. Um, well, mm-hmm. and Gary, when you tell me that there aren't too many movies out there, yeah. that's all the more reason why people need to, you know, publish, publish some stories about it, get it out yeah. there. I agree. And, you know, there really isn't uh, and something we really didn't really have time to talk too much about is it seems like it would lend itself. And I'll see what you think about this to being on one of those. There's a thousand channels now. I don't see why you couldn't have a geocaching show, a weekly show on like the outdoor channel. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, Somebody who's. You know, uh, I don't know if you ever watch Expedition Unknown on the Travel Channel. I love that show. Oh, yeah. Um, that's that kind of would, I mean, that, you know, a personality. I mean, you got to have somebody in TV who's right. kind of a personality. Yes. But there's so many f- interesting and fascinating things about geocaching. People who hike to geocaches that are like extreme. Oh, there are. I see them on that. You know, you're a geocacher if that Facebook page. And sometimes they'll take pictures of it and and they'll say, the cache is right here. Can you see it? And I'm (laughs) looking and I'm looking. I'm like, where? I I just, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, You know, people who do it underwater, who kayak. I've seen that too, yeah. So there's a ton of those. So I think it would lend itself to something in, really, I think it'd be great to have a, a TV show, weekly show about it, but. But we're going to talk a little bit now about, um, and I, I titled this section about you two or your kids can write a geocaching book or journal. 
And I've got some ideas in the show notes about things you could write about. Um, maybe uh, your the just your finds, the, the things, the the ones you found. Without, of course, spoiling. You can talk about them, but maybe not give the GC codes or anything. But the, the caches that you find, um, your adventures. Um, I don't know what what are what are some of your thoughts, Michelle, on the. Well, first and foremost, everybody likes to read a story. And so if, if you can make your find a story, and sometimes if you can think of a hidden, I, I like to think with quotes. So let's say, let's say your quote is around persistence for that day. Mm-hmm. And your story then relates to some kind of quote about being persistent. Um, and, and how you, you were almost going to give up and at the last minute you found it, but it becomes an adventure and a story, but, but it's not about what you found. It's about what you learned on the way to the find. Oh yeah. I see what you're saying. And so it becomes a little more, um, life lessons from geocaching or something. Right. Um, and and but kids might not understand you know what their life lesson is but if they just journal on a daily basis they if they have their their own little journal and every time they go out they just write a little bit about that eventually with the parents asking questions like so what did you learn today or what did you what was your favorite thing about today oh, and yeah. prompt them with different prompts then Years later, they can look back and read that, and the value is just awesome. Well, you know, that has so many different applications. Um, I have, um, well, all my sons are are pretty good at um, uh, uh, journalism type. I have one son who's an editor of a newspaper, so he's kind of mm-hmm. the one I'll, I'll, I'll mention. Okay. Uh, but he is, and he always has been, someone who does what you're saying, he would just write whatever it happened to be. He would just write. And I think that sometimes, um, you know, we, and being able to write helps you in a thousand different ways, whether it be um, you're taking your SAT when you're older, you know, when you're ready to go off to college, you need to write because the SAT makes you write. Oh, sure. Uh, and just all through, really all through your education, oh. you're going to need to put your thoughts down and, um, you know, he would journal. And I think, I think it's good. You know, what, I guess, is there, is there no age too young to do that? I don't think so. I mean, I've had some mothers come to me and say, Hey, my, my child loves to write. Is there any way you can work with me on getting their book published? Mm-hmm. Um, and I used to have a blog every Friday, I would feature a teen writer and invite them to share something and then ask people to come and read it and encourage them. But, um, no, I think we each have our gifts, but I also think when they're young, they're still developing those. So yeah. if you would have told me that I was going to be a novelist when I was a kid, I would have thought you were crazy. <laughs> so you know, you, you never know. And you just want to encourage that. Well, and it, 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 from what I understand from 
you know, talking to, to my son who's now, you know, in the professional world doing it is that, you know, it's, it is like a muscle. You've got to, you've got yeah, to work, work the muscle. And he really did that. And it's, I, I don't know about, about for you, he is okay going back and reading some of his early work, even though he's like, wow, this isn't very good, but <laughs> you know, right. it, it, that's okay. It shows growth. It does. It does. Yeah. And it show, and it, you know, and he, has he was as, right. And well, he, he was a, as good mm -hmm. as he could be at the time and place where he was. And that's what I tell people. Don't worry about it being perfect. You're as good as you can be for right now. And that's good enough. And yeah. Just keep going. Um, but that's for some people that's very difficult because they they tend to be want it to be perfect from the get go. Yeah, you know, that's um and that's the thing is he he understands the perspective of where he was at the time, like you said. But it's it's um I think it's good too, like you're saying, is that if when you can and this is always just good for geocaching in general, and I, I've seen a lot of great parents do this in that when like if we're out with a group and they have kids with them and that is like you said what what did you learn from from that geocache what did you learn well I missed it I walked past it two or three times and I wasn't okay so you need to be a little better at checking the surroundings and being a little better at picking up on you know so like you said there, there's things you can learn and I think it's probably is really good for a child and to coach him a little bit into, well, not just, you know, don't just write about the cash was here, but right. what, what about it affected you? What and even what did you see along the way that you had never seen before? So mm -hmm. even, you know, identifying um, poison ivy or poison oak or just things in nature um, maybe you heard a bird that you'd never heard before. So then you could go home and look up that sound and what kind of bird was that? Or it's just to be curious and to, to allow not just the children, but ourselves to really um, be one with nature. And yes. um, how, how many of us don't do that? And we just get so busy that we don't take time to really enjoy all the beauty around us and question it, be curious about it. Yeah, you know, that's something uh, I, I, when you said that, it made me think of Eclair because Eclair gets to learn about poison ivy and she learns about, you know, people along a trail. Um, <laughs> she, she runs into the giant. I won't give away the whole thing, but um, that was just kind of fun. But, you know, that's that's so true. That's one of the things we always talk about with, uh, with other people. And one of the big positives about geocaching is, is take people of – regardless of their age, get them out of the house and get out into nature and do a little exploring. And that's the beauty of geocaching is you're hunting for something, but yet at the same time, and we, and I talk about this on the show quite often, and that is, you know, geocaching takes you many times to really cool places. And the cache may not be the greatest, <laughs> but, um, like we, um, Susan and I found the oldest geocache in Colorado is called Terriol when we were out in Denver, but, but the drive to get to this, not the greatest in the world, cause it's really old. It's like a, a home Depot bucket. So not the greatest looking geocache, but 
getting to it and being able to look at, you know, getting up in the mountains and being able to get to it. Well, that was the adventure, you know? No. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. You can write about that. And, and even this is a whole different spin, but what mm. is geocaching taking you away from? Mm. Because when you go, you forget everything you're leaving behind, which is, is another awesome thing because you're relaxing and, you're unwinding from maybe something that, you know, is healthy. It's just really healthy. Yeah. You know, that's something that um, Susan and I were watching a special the other night on 50, 50 years of Star Trek and was something I don't never thought about um, that relates. Trust me, I'm not going to go too far on a rabbit trail here, but um, <laughs> something they talked about was think about when Star Trek came out in 66 um, and it was during a very turbulent time in our country, um, you know, the, the, and some of the things they talked about were, um, you know, racism, you know, they had on the show, you had, uh, an Asian with Sulu, you had a Russian and Chekhov and you had Michelle Nichols, uh, Lieutenant Uhura was a, a, a black woman who was in a position, a very prominent position today. Fortunately, we're a little further down, I think a little bit, on into, I know in some ways we are, some ways we aren't, but at least during that time, and I loved Star Trek, but it was a, it was a, a little bit of a um, or commentary on the time. But what was, what was interesting was there was some people that they talked to who were going through troubled times, but yet the show was a, was sort of a distraction for that week because they'd had, they have, they were in a tough time until, you know, later in their lives when, of course, lives of people, things got better. But for, I think some people, we do forget that, that, you know, whether, whatever is going on in some people's lives may not be the greatest thing going on right now, but if you can get them out and do a little geocaching and let them forget about mm -hmm. whatever they're going yeah. through. Yeah, you know, it could be um, 50 ways geocaching can relieve your stress or 50 ways geocaching can help you forget about your day job or, right. um, you know, I could come up with so many different titles depending on where the person is coming from and, um, you know, life lessons from geocaching. Um, just a lot of different things. Yeah. Those are good I, angles, you know, that I never really kind of thought about was that it's instead of focus, you know, like you said, it, it, there's, Focusing sometimes on the things around it that provide interesting stories that are not necessarily, you know, the cache is sort of the end of the story, but yet that's not the, really the story. Yeah. Yeah. Which is true with a lot of books too, but it's not to say that you can't just journal about your finds. Mm -hmm. I mean, because that's, that's interesting in itself too. So sure. just depends. Again, it's kind of finding out, it's uncovering for that person, what their passion is and what angle. Um, like this weekend, I'm, I'm speaking to a group of Toastmasters and I'm teaching them how to take all their speeches and put them into a book because they're already writing those. So, you know, you can find whatever niche it is that you want to write in and put it into a book. Um, and, and what helps is when you say to yourself, I'm going to write it to bring value to other people. Mm 
So even when you're writing your geocaching book, you know, how can your experiences help somebody else maybe going through something that they're going through? Even if it was, you know, taking um, a a handicapped person or a a physically challenged person um, geocaching and the lessons that they learned. I mean, there's just so many different angles. Yeah, those are really good. I need to write a book. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I do need to be better though. At, at, and that's something that I think hopefully people will think about more too. Like you said is um, in whatever medium it happens to be, whether it be online or if you do want to put it together. It'd be in a blog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's some good blog blogs with a B out there and there's some good vlogs with a V yeah. and um, but you know, I think, um, I think people maybe, um, are forgetting some of the angles, um, that are available based on geocaching. I really yeah. do. And, um, without getting, we're not going to go in tonight about how to get published, but I do want to kind of talk briefly about, um, maybe how not to get published. Is there anything you can kind of point mm-hmm. out to people as far as without going into like all the little, you know, so there's a lot of little, little things that we don't really get into tonight, but what are some things you think that would help people in, in a general way to, to get to that point? I just, I think it's really important if you want to write to write, because it's one of those things that you can't really get good at unless you really do it. Right. Um, you can study the craft and you can read books, but until you physically actually write you can't get good at it a lot of times people think that they can just write a book and get published because it's awesome but that rarely happens i think it's really difficult to find an agent and then a publisher to publish your book i strongly believe in self-publishing but you almost have to have a platform first where you have an audience that you're already giving value to, you're bringing value in some way. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I, I think you're going to see the whole publishing world, just everybody has a book in them. And, and I think because as, as easy as it is that everybody, so when I meet you, Gary, mm-hmm. you could hand me a book all about geocaching and you become, or running a, a, podcasts like you do because mm-hmm. how many people want to learn how to do that and they don't know how but you have the ability to write that book to teach them how to do that so sure, I, sure. I think you're going to see a lot more of that there's a Does, lot of online teaching stuff and mm-hmm. writing content and books like that cool now does do you think the kindle is still a viable tool for people oh absolutely but I I feel like I'm at, I'm at the cutting edge of seeing a lot of different kind of media. And that is where people are, instead of taking a book, mm-hmm. they might write the book, but then they're making it a course. Oh, okay. And they're inviting people to join their course so that people have the video and they have the interaction with the person. Okay. Um, and then they're making that more passive income but if you think about it it's still writing it's Mm -hmm. you still have to write the content that's true very true but 
but there's more people interaction. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, I, and like you said, there has to be, it's one thing to, to see it, but not, but it's like you said earlier, I think that it's important to really see the value to others. Yeah. There's gotta be a value. Yeah. Because if it's all about you, <laughs> chances are people aren't going to be no. interested. It's, yeah. it's, it's just a home movie. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, people want to know what's in it for them. Yeah. People, people don't want to watch other people's home movies. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> you know, that, that was, that was your, I'm glad you had fun on that vacation, but I have no, no interest in that vacation. Now no. you can turn it around and make it interesting. For oh, others. sure. You know, absolutely. Yeah. That, but you I, always have to think of the other person. Yeah. yeah. And not about yourself, which is hard because we're all me centered, but oh, my, it's so a, much more today than ever. <laughs> well, we, I tried not to be, Sadly. but it, yeah. We have yeah. Which, way too many selfies being taken out there of people, but, uh, you know, <laughs> we, we, sadly, we need yeah. to kind of think about it. I haven't mastered that. I haven't tried that yet. Yeah, well, you're not like that. You're, you're thinking of others. You're already in that. You're already other centered, Michelle. You're not one of those oh, me centered. Not always. People. I have to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, uh, thank you so much uh, for, um, you know, being on tonight and talking a little bit about this. Um, My pleasure. We're going to have the giveaway here in a moment. Let me, uh, let me mention though, I've got a, a product review I wanted to do. Um, and uh, this has value as we talked about um, <laughs> with, um, with everyone. Um, and that's what I try to do with my product tips is to bring you something that, that really would does help other uh, geocachers. And this is a pen. I know it seems like, Oh boy, a, a pen. But um, I talked about this on one of my uh, videos I did, but this is a, it's called a, it's a uniball power tank. And I tell you, I swear by this pen. It is the, it is awesome. It'll write on any geocaching log. I can't get really wow. focused, but anyway, uh, Slinky Mama keeps it because she's better at signing stuff than I am. So anyway, um, I've got a link in the show notes to how you can get these, but they're uh, uni, uni, uni is the company that makes them. Uniball, it's a power tank. And this thing, I tell you, it is, uh, we happen to, we bought this one, happened to be from geocaching.com, but you can buy them from different places. Anyway, I know it's weird product, but it really, it, it's tried and true. And I, uh, I do swear by it. So if you want a pen that you don't grab when you're out geocaching and you're like, ah, I can't get this to ride on the log, you know, cause you gotta put, you put a link to log. Um, this one, uh, actually works rain shine or whatever so uh, anyway so that's my product review for the week the uni ball power tank well enough about that let's get to um, what you need to do to get a geo a uh, eclair goes geocaching uh, love that book by the way loved it um, couple we're gonna give away two of them and I need everyone to send me an email and that's all you need to do send me an email to geocachetalk at gmail.com. <clears throat> Mention that you want to be in the giveaway <laughs> for, for the Eclair book, and uh, we'll pick two people at random, and I'll get that information to Michelle, and she will send them your way. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, so giveaway. Oh, um, uh, please do it. Um, the cutoff for that will be... 
Um, hang on, I'll tell you. Uh, October first. Uh, um, so you've got from September twenty fifth to uh, which is the date of the show. We're actually I'll pull back the curtain a little bit. We're we're recording this a little early. So um, anyway, but it's September. Yeah, make 25th. sure to leave your make sure to leave your address so yes. I can send you a signed copy. Yes. Yeah, definitely give me uh, addresses, and uh, uh, we will uh, we'll get that um, get that information. So, all right. Well, coming soon uh, to Geocache Talk. Uh, actually, next week on October second, where I will uh, we'll have the I'll announce the winners from from this. Uh, also, we'll be announcing um, I I put out a challenge to uh, shows one through twelve. Uh, there was a little banter back and forth my, with my with my guests that I had on those shows on shows one through twelve about who could be a repeat guest. So I came up with a contest for my guests uh, from one through twelve, and they're creating a video uh, uh, on my challenge. And so on that uh, on that night, we will present. Uh, we'll also announce the winner of the repeat cha- repeat guest challenge. So. But another thing that's going to be neat, uh, neat about that night is um, that I'm going to have on Dana and Molly. Molly is a dog. Molly will be the first dog I've had on my show. I love it. Yes, Molly is a fire safety dog. And uh, Dana uh, has a fire safety for kids um, nonprofit. And she geocaches quite often, too. And so, uh, and Dana travels around. She's been on uh, Chicago Fire, the TV show, and she travels the country and she teaches kids how to be fire safe. And so I'm going to have her on. And then the week after that, I'm going to have on Memphis Mafia, the uh, Jesse, Christy, uh, Lunsford, who live in Colorado. Uh, and we're going to talk um, challenges uh, we're talking a little bit about Fizzy and Jasmine and other adventures that they have been on. So that's coming up in two weeks. So anyway, well, Michelle, again, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. Thank you. It's my, been my pleasure, Gary. Thanks uh, been, for inviting me. Been great. And, uh, you know, I keep up with you and uh, about uh, future books and, and uh, hearing about them from you. So that'll be great. Well, um, that's going to do it for tonight. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. Email me your comments at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at geocachetalk and Facebook at facebook.com slash geocachetalk. The show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, as well as geocachetalk.com website. Tell your friends about the show and ask them to subscribe so they too can hear the show on a weekly basis. Until next week, don't just talk about geocaching or as... Eclair did. You need to go geocaching. (laughs) Good night, everyone. Good night. Gonna spend the day with.